it's the app I swear by the most. I've never had someone have a negative experience with it. You know, it's unobtrusive, it's simple, but it, man, it does a lot. It will change your life. Hey, welcome and welcome back to The Chill Factory, where we make work, school, relationships, and life less stressful with expert interviews, rapid relaxers, and excellent resources. I'm Jordan Friedman. According to Merriam-Webster, a hack or life hack means a simple and clever tip or technique to accomplish some familiar task more easily and efficiently. Life hacks are all about eliminating life's various frustrations in simple and wonderfully clever ways. About a year and a half ago, Robin Koppel was my guest on the episode, Ah, Digital Minimalism. And on that show, he gave us a hack that has saved me so much time and has measurably lowered my frustration level. I'm a little embarrassed to share it because... It's really simple, and you probably know it. Robin told us that you can color code the folders on your computer to make them easier to find. That's it. So now I look for the blue dots next to important folders so that I don't have to endlessly search and then sometimes grunt and curse because I can't find what I'm looking for. That hack inspired this Relax Hacks episode because stress reduction is largely about smoothing the road so that you can more easily reach your destinations and goals. And maybe that's finishing a project or sleeping better or better health. Just think about when you're driving or when you're a passenger in a vehicle. It's the difference between riding down a road that's full of bumps and potholes and one that's smooth and relatively obstacle-free. I talk with Robin about a variety of hacks and can pretty much guarantee that you will learn at least one that will fill one of your potholes. In fact, I was once again surprised because Robin shared a painfully simple YouTube shortcut that I wish I knew 10 years ago. Robin Koppel is a writer, editor, and filmmaker based in Los Angeles. His work to date has included feature films that have premiered at the Sundance and Tribeca Film Festivals and original projects for Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Robin's essays have been featured in Fast Company, The Startup, Dancing Astronaut, and on the productivity blog, Rescue Time. And Robin is part of the film production company Chick Entertainment, where he's a development lead and associate producer. A couple of the hacks I talk about with Robin are designed to put you in a chill mood, including this first one we discuss, lo-fi hip-hop music. It's a simple style of music. It's lyricless and it's unobtrusive. It's, it's calming. It has this nice kind of steady beat to it. But I've seen articles written about it, how it has this power to relax you. And also something about the lack of mental uh, allocation needed to experience it focuses you in just the right way if you're sitting down to work. Uh, You'll see these uh, videos called lo-fi hip-hop music to study to or to relax to as like a a soundtrack to your life. So I go to it when I'm feeling anxious. I go to it when I'm sitting down to work and just need something to have in the background. And there's also something about this odd little community that has sprung up in the comment section of the lo-fi hip-hop live stream at any given time even at 3 a.m in whatever time zone there's 25,000 some odd people sitting there listening to the same thing you are and so when i've been anxious it's almost like this kind of wonderfully calming thing to go to this place that just a positive uh fun little thing to get your work day started 
I feel more chill already. Good, because we're moving to a super rich area of relax hacks, and we could spend 10 episodes just on these. But why don't you give us a few under the heading of keyboard shortcuts? Yes, this is a treasure trove uh, of endless possibilities that have supercharged my productivity and the productivity of millions around the world. But in a way, it also leads to relaxation. I just recently learned about command enter to send an email in Gmail. And that just makes me feel, for some reason, that specifically just makes me feel like uh, a superhero. On YouTube, K key is can work as pause. Spacebar can also work as pause. Um, if you want to go frame by frame, forward and backward, you can do comma and period. F for full screen on YouTube. I have a lot of YouTube ones. I spent too much time there. F or command F? Uh, just F. Just F. So you're watching a YouTube video. You hit F and it goes full screen. Correct. Yes. Wow. But the real fun ones are in the Finder. Uh, I'm speaking from uh, as a Mac user. There, there's a an equivalent uh, plethora available for Windows, and they have great things where you can enter into a uh, a Finder folder just by pressing Enter and leave it by pressing Delete. I feel like that's a nice little workflow. But on Mac, if you highlight a folder and do Command Right Arrow, it'll open it up, and um, Command Left Arrow will close it. You can also do command O to open it and just pop right in. Then you can do command A to select all. If you're over a application or a file, you can do command O again to open it. So really it comes to this point where you're not touching your mouse anymore. You're not clicking anymore. There's a way to do nearly everything with just your keyboard. And it's relatively easy, although it takes some time to investigate what these things are. I mean, the computer will tell you somewhere. You can look at these things on YouTube. You can search for them. ChatGPT, I'm sure, would give you a list of a hundred of them if you asked it. So it's that initial investment of time to learn them, but the payoff is a much smoother, faster, more seamless workflow. Yes. And once you kind of turn your brain over to being receptive to them and maybe looking for them, you'll just discover them in your daily life every step of the way. Okay. The next two hacks I know you are super excited about. I think the first one, you are over the moon. And then one after that, you're over the uh, moons we can't even see or don't know about. So let's start with the first one, which is Notion. Yes. Basically, when I have an idea, I want to go write it down and I want it to be safe and I want to know where it is. And I know where to be able to search for it later. I want that process to be quick. But there's a notes app and there's a reminders app and there's some people I've seen text themselves an idea so that they get a text message from themselves that's, you know, you should go do this later that, or e email themselves as well, you know. And that's fine in the moment to just get something out of your head. But like then you, at least in my experience, you don't know where it is. You don't know which of those apps you use. I, for a period of time, had two note-taking apps and two to-do list apps that I was flitting between. And one did one thing better than the other or whatever. All my ideas spilling out of my head. Some lived here, some were there, you know. 
So in comes Notion, which prompts you to create a, a database where you can list every task in your head and then you can categorize them. So I can have writing tasks and my grocery list and movies I want to see. Like, you know, it could be frivolous stuff like that, but it could, as long as it's all in the same place, you can organize it. You can then order the stuff or like filter some things out. It's just a one-stop shop app for everything you need to organize your life. And can you send reminders from it? I found that almost anything someone asks me about a specific task that uh, can Notion do this, I, I, I'm able to happily say, yes, it can. <laughs> can Notion make dinner? <laughs> it can tell you to make dinner it, or it reminds you, it, you can store all your favorite recipes and, you know, glossy photos of them and, you know, the link to the recipe video. There's all sorts of stuff that uh, it can do to make you get you right up to the, the line where you just have to turn the burner on and, and put a, a pot on. Oh, that last part's really good because you do find things when you're on your phone or on the web and you say, oh, I, where can I save this? I want to save this. So that's really great. That is, you know, because I also had um, in my previous life applications where you save an article. I had reading lists and I had, you know, save this for later and I got to make sure I read this article from the New Republic or whatever. And then it just disappears. It's somewhere in the ether. It's on, it's in my pocket app or on the Google Chrome reading list or all these places that, you know, admirably have tried to help. But yeah, uh, now my go-to shortcut on my phone is save to notion. And you can, I have a, a reading list page area that I, I save to. I have my YouTube videos I like, and I can put them in certain places if I like. Yeah. It's just, everything goes there now. And I know that everything is there and that's insanely comforting to me. As if notion weren't enough. Now we're going to talk about Alfred. Yes. Uh, I am an evangelist for two uh, pieces of software. Notion is the, the, the starting point. The, you know, it's a little bit, it's optional, but I feel if you use a Macintosh computer, I think Alfred is a non-negotiable. It will change your life. It's the app I swear by the most. I've never had someone have a negative experience with it. You know, it's unobtrusive, it's simple, but it Man, it does a lot. So it, very simply, it is a supercharged version of the spotlight search function on your Mac, which you may or may not use. If you're unfamiliar, you just uh, traditionally would press command space bar and a little spotlight, um, little search bar would pop up like Google, but on your computer where you can type in Google Chrome, enter or, you know, iTunes, Spotify, you know, or you could simply try to find a file you were looking for. Something the fine folks at Alfred have figured out is just to make that capability as far reaching as possible so that I can find any file, application, or feature on my computer within the fraction of a second. I type command spacebar and one letter, and almost magically, the thing I'm thinking of comes up. The thing I look for the most, or the file, um, if you do command spacebar, and the apostrophe sign, then you start searching for every single file on your computer. So command space bar apostrophe screenplay number three, and it's it's there. So the apostrophe tells it to look for a file specifically. Yes, exactly. So if I would just just type the letter G, it would try to do Google Chrome and Google and all these things. But then if I do apostrophe G, it would be my, you know, photo of giraffe I took last week or whatever thing. And so that already is powerful enough. 
but then it has these integrations with the applications we use every day. So you can Google straight from it. You can search YouTube specifically straight from it. If you're an upper level math student and you're familiar with Wolfram Alpha, uh, you can run Wolfram Alpha calculations inside Alfred. You could also use the calculator. And I use it uh, often for um, in the flow of writing and I just need a synonym. I, I, I want to type very smart, but instead I, I open Alfred and press like three buttons and I get uh, the dictionary and the thesaurus uh, for the word smart. And I can go intelligent, sharp-witted, quick-witted, nimble-witted, true, astute. You know, I just did that as I was speaking on Alfred. This <laughs> is very powerful for me. I use it thousands of times a day. It sounds like Alfred could also search your Google Docs, right? So Alfred out of the box might not be able to, but another beautiful thing about Alfred is that it is customizable and superchargeable. If you have any degree of um, tech savvy, you can go in your settings and add functionality and you can change the button that, that summons Alfred and you can add this, this workflow that allows it to search your Google Docs. You just need to kind of go under the hood a little bit and and move some things around to let it do that. You know, I ask because I have a lot of Google Docs. I love Google Docs and they have a lot of content in them. So many people who use Google Docs may know this, but if you go to edit and the last option on the very bottom is something like find or search and find and you click that and up comes a window that you can put any word into and it will search the google doc you're in and find where that word appears it highlights every time that word appears or that sentence or that title or that person uh, so really really helpful but it sounds like alfred can also do this with a little guidance i think so yeah okay can I tell you about magnifying glass? And Ooh. it's so simple. This is probably true for Android as well as for iOS. I use an iPhone, so I'm very familiar with uh, how the iPhone works. With magnifying glass, it creates a magnifying glass using your phone's camera. You know, sometimes you need to get some information off of the back of your credit card or you need to see what contents are in something you're about to buy at the grocery store and damn that print can be really really small even if you've got great vision little bit challenging to find though so with the iPhone you go into settings and you scroll down and there's something called control center you open that up and then scroll down a little more and you'll see magnifier. And you have the ability to add or take away magnifier from your control center. So the way you get to the control center on an iPhone is you swipe down on your screen from the top right to the bottom left and it automatically opens up control center. You'll see a whole bunch of things that you may never have even known existed that will help you with your work and help you to be chill. Another way you can, I think, more easily get to the magnifying glass and many other things, of course, on the iPhone is just to ask Siri, hey, Siri, open magnifier. Wow. I had not ever 
thought about that. Uh, using the phone as a, as a way to enhance the real world and not just the, the world inside the phone. So you didn't know about Magnifier? I did not. Sometimes I, I think in my life I've tried to take a picture and then zoom in on the picture a lot. <laughs> uh, but that is cutting out the middleman. It's genius. I rest my case because you know way more about this stuff than I do. So I am thrilled that I was able to tell you something and therefore I'm sure lots of other people. Okay. You're going to tell us about something called Inbox Zero, which by the way, the name itself makes me feel less stressed. So please tell us about Inbox Zero. Yes. Uh, this one is is powerful. It's, it's a philosophy with which to approach your life really because there are certain types of people out there there are people with 10,000 unread emails and it's just a way they live there's so much weight on you when you have that floating around there's this blinking garishly red number that says 10,000 so there's people out there who's, who live by the philosophy of inbox zero which is mostly self-explanatory it just means you have no emails in your inbox. This doesn't mean you have to delete everything. There is a gorgeous feature on Gmail. And I'm, I'm pretty sure nearly every other email client you could be using called archive, which just means it takes it out of your inbox and puts it behind a digital wall where you can search for it anytime you like. If you think of what you want it to be, you know, that New York Times newsletter from three weeks ago about making banana nut bread or whatever. You can search for it, it's still there. Nothing is deleted, but it's just off of the front lines. So I always tell people, some people don't even know this, that there is a, a button in there in, in your email. There's select all emails. And there, and sometimes you have to press, yes, I'm sure I want to select 15,000 emails at once. <laughs> uh, and there is an archive all emails button. You just press archive and they all go away. They go away to somewhere in the computer or in the cloud. Yes, I should I should clarify. They just go they stay in your email, you know, they're all everything's still there. It's just not screaming at you. And from there now you're you have a fresh start and then it just takes a little bit of daily diligence every day to not let things get back to that place where they were. The starting point is just get to zero and do everything you can to stay there. So it's the equivalent of a spring cleaning where you take all of the stuff, including a lot of crap that's in your house, and you put it in some closet somewhere. It's going to be a really big <laughs> closet, but let's say you have pretty much endless closet space and you just throw everything in there. You're not throwing it in the dumpster. You're just putting it in this closet that keeps it in a place where you don't have to look at it and you don't have to sift through it to get to the new stuff you want to work with. Yes, and that's I really love that comparison because it is it's like a productive healthy version of that out of sight out of mind feeling. It's all still there. It's kind of where it should be. It's just uh out of mind for the moment. Robin Koppel, I've got to be honest and say that there were numerous times during our conversation where I wanted to uh, end our conversation <laughs> so that I could try some of these fantastic relax 
hacks that you talked about. So now that we are coming to an end, I, I will get to them. Thanks so much for coming by the Chill Factory again. And we look forward to talking with you in the future. Uh, always an honor to be here. Uh, thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Robin Koppel is a writer, editor, and filmmaker in Los Angeles, and we'll put more about him and some of the hacks we talked about in the show notes, as well as at thechillfactory.net. And do you have any life hacks you'd like to share? We'd love to hear about them, so please send a voice memo to info at thestresscoach.com. You'll remember that Robin's first hack was lo-fi hip-hop music, so I thought we'd take a short listen to this genre here in the break room. Magic is the name of this track by Legang, and it's on a playlist called The Lo-Fi Lounge, which is just one of many rapid relaxers on the Chill Factory app. And you can download the Chill Factory from the App Store or Google Play, and be sure to enter the password HACKS, H-A-C-K-S, so that you can use all of the app's features for free for the remainder of 2023. It's quitting time for this episode of The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow The Chill Factory so you'll know when new episodes are available. And there's always more at thechillfactory.net. And as Oscar Wilde said, I am so clever that I sometimes don't understand a single word of what I am saying.